0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, no podcast episode 65. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Tonight, we finally have some Death Stranding details. Call of Duty Modern Warfare has been announced. Game Pass is officially coming to PC, alongside Microsoft releasing some games on Steam. There was a Pokemon Investors meeting. Minecraft Story Mode is being mysteriously delisted. The Secret of Mana collection has been trademarked in Europe. Microsoft is bringing 14 titles to E3 and your June Xbox games with Gold and PlayStation Plus titles have been announced. I'm Richard Bergman joined tonight by Cesar Concepción on the second. What is up? Is it tonight or is it this morning? bit of both bit of both it's a mix of the two mm-hmm We're getting a little bit of a late start here some technical difficulties on different levels Sure. Hey I man, we got a lot of uh, a lot of news to go through. You been up to anything else? No. Nah, just the usual work, games, exercise. Yeah. Here CCO. Yep. Any cool movies or anything recently? Saw Aladdin. How was it? It was pretty good.
1: It's uh, it's basically just a carbon copy of the animated movie, but it's a there are some subtle differences in there. There's a new musical number. Um, from Jasmine in there that's very, uh, seemed like could have came from, like,
0: Frozen. Really? Mm-hmm. Was it, uh, like, oddly placed, or was it well done, or?
1: No, it was fine with me. It just, yeah. it's just different. It wasn't something you expected to see on there, and some of the story tidbits are a little bit different with the genie and everything, so.
0: The Will Smith spin? Mm-hmm. It was, it always seemed weird to me that it was, like, that exact animated movie just without Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. But it uh it pulled off okay, huh? Yeah, it did well. It was good. Aladdin. Any other movies on the horizon you're getting ready for?
1: Um, May cast the X-Men. Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix? Is it an origin story? No, this is the end of it right here. They're done with this spin of X-Men? Yes, because after that it goes to... It's already back in Marvel, so they were probably going to do their own thing with it.
0: You think Marvel will reboot X Men pretty soon?
1: Uh, I think their Kevin Feige said it, they already have their plans for the next four or five years, so probably the next five years, which is fine, because after
0: that I get time for these movies to right evaporate
1: from people's minds. Then it'll be
0: time for a, people will be clamoring for more X Men. Mm-hmm. Is that the? Do people want more X Men right now, or is this okay that this is? I don't... This just, character, like, where's the...
1: No, I don't think people care, because at this point, they just want to get something in official Marvel-related and have interaction with the other Marvel characters. So, I mean, they could have come out with one next year, but...
0: People want the Ultimate Alliance movie. But um, the way he runs that studio,
1: he, they usually do a roadmap, and it's usually several years in advance, so it's he's probably got the next two or three phases already planned out, so it's... Yeah. Last time they tried to randomly insert something in there, which was Spider-Man, it didn't turn out too well. He got some little discrepancies in the timeline. so
0: In Homecoming? Yes, because okay. Homecoming
1: specifically takes place... It's The first scene is right after the invasion in New York, and then it goes eight years later. And it's a little dicey. So. Spider-Man lore. There mm-hmm. were some holes
0: in that plot line?
1: Yeah, some of it didn't line up with some of the other films that happened in there. It's, uh, but I think it's because they had they just got that deal for Spider-Man. They had to fit them in there. So. Right.
0: It just kind of fell in their lap right. at a certain time. Couldn't be plotted out like the usual ones. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, playoff basketball. Any updates?
1: Nope.
0: Raptors took Game 1 of the finals. Game 2 tonight, yep. Uh, we watched a little bit of the NHL um, Stanley Cup finals tonight. Slaughter. It was not a competitive match. Mm-mm. Much like our NHL 19... <laughs> Mm-hmm. game we played with the mascots. Uh, we'll discuss almost that. Almost landed on the same score,
1: actually. The Blues did better than did because they scored one. We never, so. we never got a goal. Mm-hmm. And
0: apparently it's first to five. But uh, we'll kick that around in games played, I guess. Or games with gold. We'll wrap that up and then bridge it in games played. Mm-hmm. You want to go to news, sir? It's already pretty late. Yes. The week um, E3 is starts next Sunday, right? Yes. It's already Sunday, but it's not really Sunday. It's a week from today. A week from today. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's already been a lot more news than we thought was going to come out the week ahead of time. Uh, leading off with Sony, who's not at E3, they unveiled a Death Stranding trailer. This was an eight-minute trailer. Uh, the biggest part of that, I think, was the release date of November 8, 2019. I think we brought it up many times on the show. We did not think this game was coming out this year.
1: No, they... At this point, they finally did what they were trying to say, what they're doing, and it's just only announced stuff when it's actually going to come out, instead of keep prodding it out there, and they keep pushing it back, because they've been known to let things cook and get right, so...
0: Right. And Sony's shot away from release dates here recently. That's mm-hmm. so why we don't know anything on the
1: last three big games. I mean, other than that rumor that Last of Us 2 was supposed to come out this year, but it got pushed back because of the release date of this to game. be, like,
0: February-ish?
1: Yeah. Which would work, which would be around Horizon Zero dawn and god of wartime
0: we had always thought this was going to be a ps5 launch game and just kind of be one of those like bridge generation titles i really do see that you can just i mean since the uh, ps5
1: is backwards compatible i imagine you can pop that disc in there and just download some
0: updates and play it again play an upscaled version or whatever mm-hmm. i just recently got an xbox one x so i've been popping in discs and uh and doing that with a couple titles, mm-hmm. you had me look at uh, Assassin's Creed, the first one, mm-hmm. and look at all that work that was done to it, and that's pretty impressive. It looks good. So I'm a believer in the in the upscaling, software emulation upscale. Uh, do you want to touch on the trailer at all? I'm I'm so sold on Death Stranding, I'm totally not, like I'm on media blackout. I'm I'm not gonna watch this trailer. I
1: mean the only thing we can pull from this trailer is that it it's it takes a lot of bit of story bits in there, and it doesn't, I mean, you watch it doesn't make sense, so,
0: because
1: you don't know, you don't know <laughs> You the, didn't get any
0: spoilers from anything.
1: <laughs> I mean, the biggest thing you were on there, I mean, do you want to go completely blind in this?
0: Um, I know some main, like, themes of the game, and just trailers up until now, but all the randomness and everything, I don't, I don't know.
1: I mean, no, I'm talking about just like the main kind of like plot, He he tweeted it out there, like, you're... You want to know anything, or you just like, you don't know shit, and you're just going with it?
0: I know that the main character is a courier, and he's trying to connect places that have been isolated, and that's the extent of it. Yes,
1: that's all it is. They got these different cities, and it's the. What it seems like you're doing something for the president, uh, and it's not called the United States of America anymore, it's like the United Cities everything's kind of like they all have their differences it seems like and they all kind of isolated themselves and so you're you're playing this carrier who uh, i believe his name is sam He's going through and is trying to reunite these locations
0: mm-hmm. is the idea around it so that doesn't sound political Mm-mm.
1: you're not <laughs> yeah it's not political at all because you're not doing anything for the president
0: so that date november 8th 2019 is a friday mm-hmm. i think you and i are going to try to play through that together mm-hmm. you're down for this i'm fine with that yeah I'm, uh, you've mentioned the story several times on a podcast, but the like you didn't know what the main gist of Metal Gear Solid 3 was. Mm. And going in, you found out it was Big Boss, and it was his throwback mission, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of would like to uh, experience that and, and just go into this. There's no way to truly go in blind, because I've been keeping up with it since they announced it. But maybe from here on out, just, just having a general concept and knowing it's a Kojima game. I mean, we're all going in blind. We don't know what the fuck's happening even at the trailer, so
1: I don't, that's uh, true. I don't
0: think it matters. I don't know the last time. I, Snake Eater probably was that straightforward game, but even in I mean, you kept up with news and marketing and all that, and it, that still didn't get through. I still wasn't sure. I'm still not even, you know, I still know. I've only put like ten hours in fan pain. I still don't know what the fuck's going on. So. <laughs> well, that one was kind of different because he was wrapping up a series, you know. So we kind of mm-hmm. knew where it where it tracked into the timeline. Anything else big out of this?
1: No, I mean, other than we uh, the ca- the supporting cast in there. I mean, you got, we already knew about Mads Mickelson, and uh, Leah Sadu is new. Um, Lindsay Wagner, we already knew. Troy Baker, we already knew. Mm-hmm. We already knew about G- Gormillo de Toro. The the biggest one was uh, the director for uh, Drive.
0: Is acting in it, right? He's mm-hmm. one of the characters.
1: No, uh, the movie Drive is a very, very good movie. I I've like never movie. seen Drive. It's excellent. Ryan Gosling's in there. It's very, um... Very close. and almost eerily similar to uh, Baby Driver, so...
0: I did enjoy Baby Driver. I think uh, Ajima was a big fan of that one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drive's a little bit different, because Drive, he... Baby Driver is somebody who
1: got pulled into the life of being a driver right. and... He's not running the show, and he's trying to get out. And so the other one, drive, somebody else is kind of running it too, but he, he kind of calls his own shots. But it's the same thing. It's, uh He's driving people who's committing crimes, and he's he's laying out the rules. All right, got to be here at this time, and if you're not here at this time, I'm leaving. Yeah. And he, I mean, and yeah, I get you here. And this this part of the deal, after I get you to this location, like there's one he drove into a Coliseum where the Lakers got out, and he just he walked out and disappeared. He's like, once we're there, you're on your own. It's like don't look for me to help. That's all he did. Yeah, but then it does. He does meet a girl, and it does evolve a girl, and I mean, it's, there's some similarities. Even though Drive came first, so
0: yeah, I might have to check that one out. Is that all for Death Stranding?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna know what's gonna happen until that game comes out. So very excited,
0: very excited for it. Glad to have a date. Did you pre-order any of the special editions?
1: I got the one where I apparently have a baby. <laughs> the, uh, the mini baby version. Yeah. I also got a digital one, digital deluxe, uh-huh. and I might have pre-ordered the standard one, so I'm, I might get rid of the standard one, just get the digital deluxe and then the collector's edition.
0: Is there any special uh, digital deluxe benefits or anything?
1: Yeah, you, you get different DLC that doesn't look like it came with the collector's edition. Some of the glasses are different, so
0: like the DLC for the characters. Mm-hmm. basically?
1: Yeah, for no, I guess no one reads character unless. And they throw another Metal Gear 2 and you play somebody mm-hmm. else halfway after mm-hmm. the game. So,
0: we don't know. It flips on you. Yeah. I can see it happening. That's what you, that's what it is mm-hmm. about Kojima games. You never know what's going to happen. Very excited. Then we'll all hate it and then we'll
1: talk about 10 years from now about how much we love it. So
0: Then we'll buy it on the PlayStation Vita 4 and get the portable one.
1: Mm, possibly. And
0: the remaster in 3D on the Nintendo
1: 8DS. Doubtful. I think we'll... <laughs> They'll come out with a special streaming service, and that's the only game they have on there, and we're all paying $20 a month (laughs) subscriptions for it.
0: Death streaming? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Death streaming. D B T Death streaming? Death streaming. That works, too.
0: Yeah. All right, so there was another trailer that was showing off. That is uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. So this had been hinted around earlier in the week that the new Call of Duty was going to be, indeed, a a callback to Modern Warfare. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is not a retelling of the first one, but it's almost a like a spiritual successor in in that vein. It's like a they call it like a soft
1: reboot where I guess they're taking like the warfare of today and inserting some of those
0: characters into it. Like uh was which which character is that? Uh Price. Price, yeah. Price is the famous one. See, it sounded like him when he when he flipped the night vision down and all mm-hmm. that, but they said it's a new voice actor. Did you pick up on that at all?
1: Um, it or does indeed, sound the similar. Call of Duty lore? It, no, it does
0: sound similar. So but so 2019, this is coming from GameSpot. 2019's uh, Call of Duty entry from Activision is indeed called Modern Warfare. It is coming out on October 25th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, there's going to be an integration of online multiplayer, single player, and co-op, which that had me going. And the rumor is, we've heard conflicting things about this, so I don't think we want to definitively say mm-hmm. cross-play is in. But uh, the rumor is that cross-play across all platforms is going to be enabled.
1: We know for a fact that cross-PC on both consoles is definitely in. Yep. So, good luck. So hopefully PC, and mouse.
0: PS4, and Xbox One players will all be together Yeah. for Call of Duty. People don't have to decide what platform they want to play on.
1: I mean, they'll probably prefer the PS4 one for you want those seven day advance packs they so.
0: still do have that uh dlc advantage don't they
1: but it is only seven days so it's not a big deal it's only an extra week i guess they're all they're going to be really courting is the professionals in that market
0: we talked to pre-production how that finally that pre-order bonus and platform exclusive shit has like narrowed tremendously
1: yeah because it was 30 days i think it was worse when it was on xbox it was mm-hmm. like three months or something mm-hmm. like that
0: but then there were, like, retailer pre-order bonuses, and I'm, that stuff's still out there, but it doesn't seem like it's as brutal as it was. Mm-mm. Um, Anything else on this? Guys, go watch the trailer of that engine. You text me about it, and I was like, mm, are you being sarcastic? Because I hadn't watched it yet. Yeah, like, sorry I said. You? That. No, it looked good. <laughs> I was like, are like, you for real? As
1: <laughs> soon as they flipped that um,
0: night vision, I was like,
1: ooh. That did it for you, Yeah. Huh?
0: This is a grittier take. There's uh, media outlets that are saying that, you know, they went to a... a Press event or something like that with Activision. They said this is a, it's gonna cross the line as far as some interactions with civilians and things like that. This is gonna be a gritty take.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 aiming for what's actually happening in in today's standards. I mean, a lot of stuff you see on the news, but you kind of experience and you get a real eye what's happening.
0: The series has been known for pushing that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of storytelling Mm -hmm. and, and the grittiness that they go for. This is actually the first time I've been excited about Call of Duty for a while. We were excited about Black Ops' blackout mode, but outside of that, it wasn't really, you know, we weren't really psyched for it.
1: I mean, yeah. But you're in for this one, huh? I mean, there was not a single-player mode for Black Ops, so and I don't really do zombies, and I don't really do the other competitive multiplayer aspects, so.
0: I want to play, we were talking about the campaigns we've played, and between the two of us, we've completed the Modern Warfare trilogy, Mm -hmm. but. I've only beaten the first one, and you played two and three. Now, being two and three, I got halfway through the first one. I think I'm on the roof or something like that on the remaster. I think I'm on the roof. Yep. You played the gilly mission? That's the main thing you got to get through. All ghillied up? Yep. Sneaking through Chernobyl and stuff? Mm-hmm. Good times, good memories. So hopefully this brings back... I know the Modern Warfare um, name alone is, has got a lot attached to it. So there is some excitement. But on the other side, I've, I've seen like uh, the announcement... The announcement trailer on YouTube has got way less views than the, like, Infinite Warfare and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't...
1: I think people are just tired of Call of Duty, this one might bring them back. We shall see. Because, you know, they, they got a lot of flack on the Black Ops 4 about the nil single player, and then, then they did the arguments like, nobody actually plays a single player.
0: Right, they came out with all the stats like, 8% of you got past the first level.
1: Yeah, and I think, uh, I think think what it was what I really believe is that they had that
0: single player and then it just wasn't clicking and they're just like you know just we don't need it and then we talked about two weeks ago um, the 2020 Call of Duty being given to a different studio Mm mm-hmm that'll be a next-gen game for sure I don't know I'm pretty excited about this Uh, they'll have their big event it's at the end of June I think you said it was usually around the NBA finals so we did get our trailer during the NBA Mm -hmm. finals that was we knew that was coming up yeah this they'll they'll break it down in the coming months. Next up in news, uh, Microsoft is officially bringing Xbox Game Pass to PC with over 100 titles. This is coming from The Verge. Um, This is bigger than just a formal recognition. This was actually, um, we talked about this before, but this is, you know, they actually came out and had a press release and everything. Uh, There's a lot of Microsoft published titles. Over 100 games from 75 developers. Right now, fewer than 20 of the games available through Xbox Game Pass can be played on PC, meaning Microsoft has signed up dozens of new developers to bring titles to this new version of the service. Now, which games are you currently able to... Like, Gears of War 4, I think, is one of those Play Anywhere-type games. Mm-hmm. And Forza. I know I downloaded Forza online. But that wasn't through Game Pass. That was a digital license that I owned, right?
1: Yeah, that's all through the Microsoft Store, I believe. So this
0: is not currently going yet. This is just announced in... I I wonder if they'll just have a separate launcher for it. They have so many services; it's confusing at this point. They're just kind of bleeding over. Yeah,
1: I mean, I would imagine it have to be a separate launcher. I, I don't yeah. unless they partner with like a Steam or another launcher. I just don't see it happening. It would probably just be a separate launcher outside of the
0: Windows Store. That's the next story. We can probably combine the two. Um, Microsoft's going to be bringing some of their titles to Steam's platform mm-hmm. instead of making you go through the PC Game Store. They, I don't know why this is news all of a sudden because they had already announced this with Master Chief Collection, that you could get it through Steam. So I don't know.
1: I just think it's just because they're they're bringing some of the older titles they have and all the new ones are confirmed. So
0: yeah, the Windows, what is it, Windows
1: X thirty two titles it, it, will play on that. It's news. It's news because of the fucking Epic Game Store
0: war yeah. they have. It's that's what, it's all it is. So you think this will take a hit on the Microsoft Game Store? I don't uh, even know if I have anything. I think I have Gears of War 4 through that, and that's mm-hmm. a, maybe one of the old Age of Empires, but Age of Empires 1, 2, and 3 are coming to Steam. That's part of that news announcement.
1: I don't know, it's odd. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it seems like those Sony-based games are coming through the Epic Store because you have Journey coming there
0: and,
1: yeah. and um, the Quantic Dream games, So, which uh, I can't confirm they're still owned by Sony because if you go on the bottom of that PC page, it says copyrighted by Sony Computer really? Entertainment of Europe, so they okayed it.
0: Huh. Yeah. That's an interesting twist, too.
1: Yeah, I, I just, at that point, I guess they just want to keep Quantum Dream happy.
0: Right? And not, uh, that's not a huge dip in exclusive. Yeah. It's not like a God of War title going it's on. It's PC.
1: There. I, you know, people love to get Sony shit. I mean, there's uh, my favorite people on Twitter are like, what does this only on PlayStation mean? Like, <laughs> where's the exclusives now? I'm like, uh, I was like, man, this. These people just wake up at night just like, I just want to give people shit. Let's go. Play where you want. It's getting better and better. But yeah, somebody was like complaining to Sony about the Yakuza games. I was like, just let it go. And they're coming on PC. They're like, what's the whole point of the only on PlayStation? I guess because they weren't sure they are going to put it on PC at the
0: time. Otherwise, they wouldn't put it on there. So I've got a copy of Bioshock on 360 that says only on Xbox. Yeah. Who gives a shit? I don't, I don't get it. You've been dipping your toes into the uh, the internet hatred out there. Is I... You gotta, you gotta pull yourself back, sir. No, I just, I, I sit there and people just love the bitch, and I just shake
1: my head. I'm like, I like the bitch too, but I'm like...
0: You can't dive in, sir. There's, there's your I, I, PlayStation Yakuza. I've got Yaku- I
1: I've got, I've got, I've got You gotta bitch when, when it means something.
0: There's your PlayStation Yakuza game. Yeah. I might have to get that. I don't have six yet. Any other good deals while well, we're right in the middle of um, one o'clock recording? My copy of six is still
1: un- sealed, because... They won't fucking announce three, four, five. The remaster. Hopefully, they'll do it at E3. You want to play year. through it together? Well, I mean, I want to follow the fucking story, so I, I already have six. I have this edition. You think those are gonna get remastered? They already released in Japan. Really? Yeah. I think five is either in the process of coming out. They just they announced all. They announced three, four, or five. They just ported them over. Were they all physical? Yeah. Cool. I, I think it's because they didn't want to flood the market. Because remember we had the, what, yep. Zero, One, and Two almost like in one year. Back to back to yeah. back. We had a lot of Kiwamis going on. Then we have Judgment this year, and I think
0: they want to spread it out, so. Those would be good evergreen PS4 titles, right? Like, stuff to come out within the next two to three years since they already have it, just to mm-hmm. just to keep something in the pipeline. Kind of like Nintendo did with the 3DS for so long. Yeah, um, just to keep their franchises going. I think we'll get some 3DS news uh, this next couple of days. Within the next week. The end of the 3DS. Nintendo's officially going to come out on the stage and say it's dead. No nah, probably. Reggie comes back and just smashes one. <laughs> no, they probably won't say it's dead.
1: They'll probably will we'll get the the good old Nintendo. We drop the price. And then you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'll just pick it up at some time. And then you, you wait and say, oh, they're gone like yeah with the, I was like you didn't say they were gonna be gone you just said you just said they just dropped the price right I just figured I'd just pick it up during a holiday or something like that <laughs> we didn't
0: know it was limited and now you can't find one anywhere
1: yeah you know that that classic
0: Nintendo where like this is our way of saying like yeah you better get them now yep you saw that refurb 2DS on their store was like 50 bucks I was tempted to get one of those
1: I did as well you did get one or no, you were I was, tempted I was tempted I think I ended up I ended up picking up um
0: a 2DS XL purple edition you found uh, the Galaxy one? No. Is that the Galaxy? That's the 3DS. That's the regular 3DS. No, no, no. I don't know the purple 2DS. It's nice. Looks good. What was its theme? It was just purple? Yeah, it's purple, silver.
1: I think they had it on sale like $30 off or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I better get this because I got a feeling that this uh, smaller version of the Switch is going to come out and they're going to like you got to clear some space for some of this stuff
0: on there. so That looks good. It's, it's very, very purple.
1: GameCube-ish.
0: Yes, I do like that. That's a vibe I got. Indigo. Yeah. GameCube Indigo. Uh, wrapping up this. We kind of got on a tangent there. Wrapping up this uh, Games Pass thing. Um, developers that have been committed to doing this PC Game Pass are uh, Sega, Deep Silver, Bethesda, Paradox Interactive and Devolver Digital,
1: which is cool because you'll probably get some uh, Yakuza games that way. they will probably get something on the Xbox service. Yep, that could be their uh, their back door to getting those games on the Xbox console. So yep,
0: like hey, it's already here, and I mean well, we've if already it got does well for
1: it, and they're like, hey, it's doing well here. Well, we think it'll do well on our console. And Did you like, save
0: that thread where you can go back and complain to the guy about the Yakuza games?
1: No, I just read it and I just shake my head Maybe and I an go on my life. <laughs> Scroll. I
0: just,
1: yeah, I just like I, I'm. I'm amazed sometimes the dedication from some people. That's like I'm gonna do this in every fucking Twitter thread ever open. The hate like,
0: burns hard, sir. If some of these people awesome. would channel it to, uh, to, uh, to like, good,
1: to something that I don't know. Maybe that's what they do. That's like, that's, that's their cause. That's what they live for. They found their like, calling. Yeah, like, yeah, my life's worth it for this. You know what? Fuck it. Go for it. I just <sighs> shake my head because I was like, people, get, they get in there. I'm like, I'm like, I don't get this.
0: No more complaining about the complainers. We're gonna step it up. We're gonna kick ass the rest of this show. Speaking of which, there was a Pokemon investor call on which they announced a couple of new titles, including the opposite of Pokemon Go, which is Pokemon Sleep.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw (laughs) the acronym going around, Pokemon Go Home and Sleep. Go Home and Sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Because we got Pokemon Home. Nice. Yep. Go Home and Sleep. Go Home and Sleep. And then Home is their solution to like, hey, you, you got like 650 Pokemon from 3DS and... Let's, drop, mo- let's move them over. Drop this shit in the cloud, and bam, you're good. It's on sword and sword and not gun, and sword and not gun. <laughs> yeah. Sword shield and not gun. Those are the two versions. Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. So that service that you mentioned is the cloud service called Pokemon Home. This is coming from the Verge. It lets users gather all of their captured monsters from various games in one place. It's launching in early 2020 for iOS, Android, and Switch, and will connect to a large range of modern Pokemon titles, including. Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go, and the upcoming Sword and Shield and the previous 3DS platform, Pokemon Bank. You'll be able to use it to not only manage your caught Pokemon, but trade as well. So that's a shit ton of Pokemon that they'll be interacting and mixing in here.
1: It works. I mean, you got to have some way to kind of bridge that gap from all those people who spend that year in there. Cause I'm, I, I imagine this at this point they are going to expect a large... Uh, influx of 3DS users coming in so that's why I'm thinking like this Pokemon comes out this 3DS is kind of like
0: Pokemon is that bridge from 2DS, 3DS to full blown Switch Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be it Uh, more on the Pokemon sleep that let off the story the company uh, is giving players a reason to look forward to waking up in the morning that's an interesting take
1: no more folders in your cup
0: (laughs) instead it's Pokemon uh, Mm -hmm. sleep (laughs) The company is also partnered with Nintendo on a new sleep tracking device called the Pokemon Go Plus Plus that will connect to the popular mobile game, which itself will receive gameplay updates designed around sleep and rest. So, watching the video, how does this actually work? Like, it monitors how you sleep, and where's the Pokemon interactivity come in?
1: I, I, I don't know, because I, I just saw this and I was like, well, I guess they're just trying to get people to get better sleep. I watched it, and that part was confusing. I was like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we won't know until it comes out. I mean, you're going to have to buy an accessory for it, and it's going to be something similar to, like, a Fitbit, which does measure
0: your heart rate and sleep. That's that Pokemon Go Plus Plus. This is, like, their fifth Pokemon Go peripheral. Mm -hmm. They came out with a little thing for phones. Then they added it to the watch. It's going away from the watch. Then they made the giant Pokeball for the Let's Go series. It's kind of getting confusing. No, all I know at this point is whatever health uh, options that Nintendo wanted to make,
1: they're just going through with the Pokemon company.
0: Like their Vitality Sensor from mm. back in the day? That's their new outlet for... Uh, when they were trying to go straight
1: 100% Konami. Just do weird shit? I mean, that's Konami don't make money off games. They they make their, their money off their um, like health shit like that. So, uh,
0: Towards the end of the show, there's a new version of Detective Pikachu, the 3DS game. The conclusion of the story, apparently. conclusion I mean, of the story, coming to Switch this time. And a free-to-play uh, RPG called Pokemon Quest, which is a different version of Pokemon Go for the Chinese audience. Interesting. Additionally, uh, we also got details on the next mobile game in the series created in partnership with DNA. It's called Pokemon Masters, and it'll include many of the most notable trainers featured in past mainline games. It's expected to launch later this year. So this was really an investor's call. This is a, here's where we're taking the franchise and what you can look forward to.
1: Yeah. I know they kind of just threw a little hint that Sword and Shield was coming out later that year, but they didn't go into details about it because I'm sure we'll go into more details at E3. So. That
0: was, and there's actually a Direct coming up. I think it's the 5th, Wednesday? Yeah, it's coming there's up real soon. There's an actual dedicated 15-minute mm-hmm. Pokemon Direct that was announced. So we'll have more on that next week. Um, you brought this up in pre-production. This is kind of wacky. Um the Minecraft story mode game is being delisted. Yep. So after Telltale closed, some of their games like popped off and on various services as the licenses changed hands and all that kind of stuff. So this game is like leaving, leaving. Yeah, because I think the whole thing with um,
1: Telltale is Telltale, right? Yep. They they didn't really have, and that could be wrong and somebody can correct me on it, they didn't really have any original stories. Everything they got was licensed, so... They had none. It's not a big deal because a lot of stuff will just revert back to the previous owners because you right. know like tells of the borderlands is back and I think I just saw well no it's the elicit but it's coming back because I think 2k said it was coming back if I remember correctly uh Batman and I think um the wolf Among us is a WB product because of the DC comics so all that stuff's probably
0: gone back to WB. Um, it's like if something were to happen to the makers of Super Star Wars, hmm. I'm sure that studio, as it as it was then in Super Nintendo days, is not around. It's like, it's but good, that Star Wars license carries on. Like you can play that on PS4. It's a good example because Guardians of the Galaxy is a Marvel license.
1: It probably just revert back to them, so it's, it's going to be around just, forever. They can put it on something on there, but it seems like Mojang is uh, this. Reverts back to Mojang was that uh, for the Minecraft story mode, and it seems like they're like, yeah, we're not going to. We're not going to support this any longer because they they went out and said, like, hey, if you own this game, you need to download them because after the 25th of June, I think it's the 25th of June. Yep. They're like, you can't, we're taking them off completely. Which is weird because
0: usually, I think the only time we've ever seen that is, well, PT. This is, yeah, you mentioned that pre production. This is like PT. You can't, usually something can be delisted and you'll still be able to have access to it. As long as you you purchase a license, yeah, they leave it
1: up on the server. Not in the case of this one. Yeah, they're like, I guess. Um, I, I, I'm assuming it's not that easy. It's probably like you have to look at that product you have and you're going to have to, I don't know how the royalties and all that worked out. I don't know if you're, you're still paying certain people on there and it's like, do you want to go through all that trouble to make sure everybody gets the money they need to get and then it doesn't sell like it does or... You, you know if it, you don't want to do anything with this IP anymore yeah so it's probably like it was just easier for them I'm like yeah let's just not
0: are they going to reboot Minecraft in some way that they don't want to be attached to this legacy content somehow
1: no I mean it, it, it all it took was like the world of Minecraft and created a like an action adventure game and that's the only right. difference I mean this is the only Minecraft game I've actually played so
0: we got this information from Game Informer and they note that this is actually the most popular and best-selling game from Telltale is this Minecraft story mode yeah a lot of people made comments that this is the one that
1: Took them out, because this is the one they were in the middle of porting over to uh, Netflix they never finished. So
0: This was that Netflix project.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, so listeners, if you have that game, uh, Minecraft Story Mode, on your various platform of mm-hmm. choice, download that shit, because you will not be able to get it back.
1: So, you can do the... Um, there's a complete collection on uh, yeah, the what various are the, platforms. what are the differences in the version so that's the one you want to get because the complete collection is on the first season you had the first five episodes and they had like a three episode expansion arc so that first complete collection has all eight episodes so it's, the way i look at it, it's a complete first season um then you have the second season which doesn't have a complete version so you'll have to make sure you get that on
0: your respective platforms and download so damn so you're relying on digital download no matter what? There's no on-disc, on-cartridge, complete version?
1: No, I think they've only done that for the Switch uh, a couple times because the the Batman one they released on there had all five episodes. But even though uh, Story Mode Season 2 on Switch it um, only has the first episode and you download the additional four. So.
0: Alright, go out there and get your Minecraft Story Mode on. Uh, next up in news, this comes from Jamatsu. Square Enix has trademarked collection of mana in Europe. This was a Siken Densetsu collection that came out in June 2017 in Japan that included Siken Densetsu 1, 2, and 3. One which we got as Final Fantasy Adventure on the Game Boy, and it was literally that Game Boy version on that collection. And then the game we got as Secret of Mana, and then the game we did not get as Secret of Mana 3, 2. (laughs) Which one would that be technically? It's like the Mother Series. Either way, it's Siken Densetsu 1, 2, and 3.
1: It's the only mana game I think we didn't get. We got all the rest of them. No, there's one on PS2 that we might not have gotten. We did
0: not get three because uh, the 64 was out or close to being out here. And it was in that time where... Because um, Sega did... I mean, Sega. um, Sony did the same thing. Like They didn't really want to promote Castlevania because they wanted to push PlayStation as a 3D machine. They didn't want the 64... um, you know, marketing confu- being confused with the brand new Super Famicom release with the 2D stuff. So, not Super Famicom. They got it. Super Nintendo. I'm getting all crossed up here, sir. It's late. So, do you think we'll uh, you think we'll get this? Even if it's a European version, it'll probably be an English patch, hopefully, and we can import either one.
1: They would have to be, unless they, by some miracle, they mentioned they always had it translated just never released it. Just right. never never gave it to us. Yeah, that's the only one we didn't get out of the Mana series. I'm going back and looking at it. They're I, checking it out. Yeah, I remember we, we got the PS2 one,
0: which was a remake of the first one, right? I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. The PS2 one was Dawn of Mana, which was a little different. And then PS1 had Legend of Mana, which was like a, uh, you built a, you know, you randomly built the world as you acquired pieces. Speaking of importing and making sure you don't have to download additional content, that I popped in that copy of Final Fantasy X, X-2 for a Switch. It's all right there on the card. You just fire up whatever game you want to look at, you know? Yep. Nice to have. We got all the mana games?
1: All but the third one.
0: I have a ROM hack of that on Super Nintendo if you ever want to give it a go.
1: The one on PS2 is actually uh, Siken Setsu 4.
0: They consider that one the fourth one? That's what it was called in Japan. We got Children of Mana on DS. It was the prequel to Children of Mana. So. Okay. sort of Mana was a remake of this first one, so Seeking the to mm. One. Because I remember that one Tiger Boss thing in the beginning. All right, so hopefully we get that. You excited? I think they get announced. else? I will
1: be once it gets announced. <laughs> you I don't think hold my a... breath for anything. I, I got a lot of high hopes for Square Enix this year. Since they're taking the 9 the o'clock spot, I, I think they're going to drop some bombs on there. I. I because they could have just kept their regular time on there and, yeah. and set expectations, but I could be wrong. I mean, they could just go up there and just do the Avengers thing and feel like that was enough. And Final Fantasy Seven remake, and which would
0: would be probably, uh, yeah. It'd be great to see stuff like this, though. Or do you think Nintendo has it at their stage? Um, either. Yo, or. give everybody a collection of mana. Either way it
1: said it does say scoring surprisingly. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. sometimes a lot of times you see Nintendo do like, hey, we'll handle all the heavy work.
0: That's what you and I were discussing. I can't remember who did it in Japan. It was Square Enix in Japan. So so it wouldn't be tied to you know a specific Nintendo second-party developer or a translator? Mm-hmm. Not like Treehouse got a hold of it and made it in Japan?
1: No, because I mean, I don't know. Square and Nintendo are weird sometimes, because you saw like Dragon Quest Builders 2 is coming out over here on PS4 and, and Switch, and I think Nintendo's handling the Switch release. Yep.
0: And, and Square Enix is doing the PS4 one themselves, so... Whatever works, yeah. Be flexible. Nintendo might mean we get a bigger, you know, version of that game card. They don't have to add download content to it later. Mm-hmm. Um. Next up is also a story from Jamatsu. Microsoft E3 2019 press conference to feature 14 titles from Xbox Game Studios. This is their biggest ever lineup of first-party games at E3. Uh, currently announced upcoming releases from Xbox Game Studios include Battletoads, Gears Five. Halo Infinite and Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That's a lot of first-party titles, sir. Yeah, that's the thing they were always lacking on. So I and mean, this is the fruits of their labor starting to shine through all these acquisitions and.
1: Th- and I know um, the the NXL and uh, Obsidian Studios are very big on PC, so I wouldn't be surprised if they have something special from them that's uh, coming
0: out for this uh, Xbox on pc game pass i expect the majority of their titles to be we know the first party xbox games are going to be game pass for Mm. console i would expect the majority of these to be cross uh personally i'm super excited to hear about gears 5 you and i i know we're both pumped for that one Mm -hmm. and halo infinite i'm i'm super gunning for info on that Mm -hmm. and that'll be in a week so should we live stream that We want to be one of those reaction people, or we just want to take it in, discuss later. Nah, just take it in, discuss later. Listeners, if you listen to this episode and you want to stream along with us and provide feedback and comment back and forth, let us know. If you want that as an option, we can always do that. that sound good? Is that a way to take care of that? Sure. Um, Microsoft's show is going to be 20 minutes longer, too. I think that was part of another briefing. So it's going to be two hours this year. You ready? Yeah, I think it's four to six Eastern here. I'm bad with time zones, so you never. I mean, know.
1: this is the only the only uh, showcase going that would be similar to PS4
0: games. So whatever we would have got on the PS4 show, they're probably dumping it all on this Xbox yeah. One. So, do you think those twenty minutes are people saying, "Hey, we wanted to show off a game, we didn't know Sony wasn't going to be there until four months ago"?
1: I mean, there's people in the I'm seeing online are like, "Hey, I'm watching the Xbox One. I'm excited for because I know a lot of these games are." going be going on both
0: consoles, so yeah. Just games, game it's, excitement, it's, and at this point, a lot of people I know, a lot of my friends have both systems. Mm-hmm. Are you all in the same boat? Eh, not so
1: much. Everybody's kind of like in their own ecosystem
0: at my job. Really? Yeah. Do you know what did it at my job as far as the cross-platform and everything? VR Fortnite, not Fortnite. Um, the people who got VR oh, who already had of, PS4s.
1: No, you talk. Uh, I got you talking like, about multiple systems. Yeah, yeah why yeah. they wanted multiple
0: mm-hmm. systems in the household, and that's uh, Fortnite, the cross-platform play. No, nobody in my job likes Fortnite. No one?
1: Did you get tired of hearing about it? No, they're just like after the blue shotgun incident,
0: whatever, <laughs> last year. <they're> like, <laughs> Long live the blue shotgun. Is he a listener that you know of? Or she, mm, whoever it is?
1: Not that I'm aware of, okay. but I remember the that was the complaint on there when... He he gunned down somebody he was gunning down somebody and shot so much into them and they took two shots at the blue shotgun and he dies. like fuck this game. He's like I don't
0: <laughs> he had to find out the it was like a higher rated weapon. And said
1: fuck your blue and orange <laughs> shit. And so he's like, I ain't playing this game. He uninstalled it and never played it again.
0: Color coding greatness. Yeah. Alright, next up we'll wrap up news and go into games played. I think it's gonna be a pretty brief one. We'll still be in it about an hour or so. Uh your Xbox games with gold. Do you want to take that list? Sure. You want me to? I've got it up. Uh, one of them we already played, and this is from June 1st to June 30th, and that is NHL 19. Uh, your other titles are Rivals of Aether from June 1st to July 15th, so this is that super long one.
1: I guess this is the one we're going to be
0: all playing, to it says it's what the a, fuck it is. Yeah, it says it's a retro brawler. Uh, your backwards okay. compatible titles, yeah, it's going to be worth checking out. We need to at least look at a trailer or something. It has no Metacritic store, but its Steam user score is very positive. Uh, this is all coming from Forbes, by the way. Your Xbox 360 backwards compatible titles are Portal. Um, they call it the, what, Still Alive Edition or something like it's that? It's like
1: a weird version of 1. It's so not, it's it's not a Portal it's 1. It's kind of the kinda 1 like a out
0: real... of Orange Box, but like a new take on it. Some extra levels,
1: extra stuff. out of it. It's kind of like a director's cut, if I remember correctly. Cool,
0: that's a good one to have. That it was, one's available now.
1: It was, I think, it was an Xbox Live Arcade thing before the Orange Box came out, because it was like, hey, here's some Portal, and then they, they were in the original Portal, and the then it was an actual release. Orange, yeah.
0: So that one's available June 1st to 15th. Definitely grab that. And then after that is uh, from June 16th to the 30th is Earth Defense Force 2015.
1: Please whatever thing we have on there, because I think we got the other one last. It's like month, nonstop right? EDF
0: mm-hmm. every time we have a uh, Xbox games with gold. Sure, let's go. So that's like some actually pretty good stuff right there, right? Mm-hmm. We always end up looking one up and, and being impressed by it. So you and I, before the show, played some NHL 19. I guess you could call that playing NHL mm-hmm. 19. We did the threes mode, which is like their arcade-style mode, and we played with just the mascots of the conference. And by the second quarter, I would say, we, or the second period, we had a pretty decent grasp of the controls. But we still got beat uh, 5 to nothing, and it ended the game, apparently. If the opponent goes up 5 on you, it's game over. It still—it kind of reminded me of NHL hits, but it didn't play as loose. And yeah. It, and there wasn't the on-fire mode. If there wasn't on-fire mode, the opponent would have gotten it. They, we would have seen that, right? Yeah. You think you'll download it and give it a shot? Give it a shot. I already downloaded it, but... You want to play online sometime? We can. You got hockey fever yet? um i'm always down for a hockey game we got into that uh what is it, nhl 16 a couple years ago when we were playing in a gamestop location for a battlefront launch
1: yeah it was fun it was fun
0: all right next up the playstation games i would argue the playstation list is a uh, is even better than hockey and portal and edf we got the the manias the sonic mania mm-hmm. this is not the plus edition no, you're miss,
1: you're missing out on the
0: Ray and whatever. The, you don't get the, the flying squirrel and the armadillo. Ray and Mighty, I think. Right? Mighty the, yeah. is it Mighty the flying squirrel? Ray the flying squirrel, Mighty the armadillo. I, I don't know. <laughs> but you got you got,
1: you got Moose and Natasha in there too.
0: <laughs> Boris and Natasha. Yeah, let's go. Moose and squirrel. Yeah. Alright, so you get uh, Sonic Mania, as I mentioned, and you also get Borderlands, the handsome collection. Yep. That's pretty damn
1: cool. The one after we all sat there
0: and fucking bought it, and now we get it for free. Yep. And it has a 4K update, a separate download patch. It's like 15 fucking gigs. For those of you with PlayStation Quattro Pros. But you can only download on the Pros, so. You can only download the 4K patch? Well, that makes sense. Um, Going out of the store is Edith Finch. What remains of Edith Finch and uh-huh. Overcooked? Those remain until June 3rd. So probably the day this goes up, definitely grab what remains of Edith Finch. Highly, highly, highly recommend. And listener Brandt is a big fan of Overcooked. I know, so grab Overcooked as well. It's better than Undercooked. <laughs> grab Undercooked. Uh, what would the game gameplay be like for Undercooked? Pitch, you, pitch me a game.
1: You you um you're in the kitchen and you take the meat out of the freezer. And you cook it, and you take it out, and you're like, oh, man, let me put this thermometer in there, and it's, like, undercooked. It's, like, 100 degrees, and you're like, I'm just going to fucking eat it.
0: Is that the goal? Then you, Wait, you
1: eat it? Then you get salmonella, and then you're in a hospital for, like, three weeks. Then it becomes a Twin Point Hospital. Okay. As you try to nurse So people. you turned it into, like, a, it is a hospital center? It is a crossover. Um, it's all in the same multiverse universe. So. I'm down with this. Yes. Developers, yep. that's a free one. Yep. S R just served up a free game. It's that's like a game jam. That's how here you connect the, connect the dots
0: between two different game series from two different publishers? That's basically a *Death Stranding* spawn. Mm, I can see it. Yep. The baby has uh, is suffering from salmonella from an undercooked burger, and uh, Norman Reedus, Norman Reedus, who owns a burger restaurant, mm-hmm. is taking the baby to the hospital to complete the uh, the medical scene.
1: None of the latest episodes of uh, *Diners*. <laughs> 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 What's it called? I can't Take, remember.
0: They're taking him to Flavortown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diners, drive-ins, and dives. That's a free plug for a guy Fieri there. Yeah, let's go. That was yeah. actually a pretty good bit. That wasn't too bad, mm. especially for us old jokers being up late at night. hmm All righty. Ready to go into games played, sir? We can. I'm going to start this one off because, once again, I have the most limited titles played. Titles. Tittles. Tittles. Uh, I got a new controller in. Uh, Brant actually, listener Brant, um, recommended this one to me, and it came in while I was on vacation, so it took a minute for me to to hook it up. But this is the Retrobit Tribute 64 controller. It's 25-ish from eBay, Amazon, and Castlevania Games. Actually, don't quote me on Amazon. I'm not sure if it's on there or not. But this is a, a an imitation controller that's modeled after the the Hori mini-pad that's mm. so popular amongst the N64 uh, computing. fucking $200 basketball thing. God, they're so expensive. So this basically has a GameCube-style um, joystick. What was the main term for here? Analog stick. There we and go. And the controller has been redesigned to only have two handles, two prongs like a normal controller instead of the three-pronged beast that is the OEM N64 controller. And uh, basically this keeps you from having that, that dedicated prong for the d-pad because so very few games use the d-pad it seems Mm -hmm. um i played some of the the games that i'm used to playing on this controller just to kind of get a feel for it i played the first like five or six stars i got the first six stars on super mario 64 and i was able to do the runs and jumps and um flips and you know everything that muscle memory that i'm used to from super mario 64 a cool thing it does do is you have your normal lr buttons on the top but then also like that Retro Fighters controller, which I'll cover in a second, it's got two Z triggers on the back. So you have two options for ground pound and long jump and things like that. Uh, it made the Z targeting in Zelda really easy. I, I fired up Ocarina and just loaded up a random save and and uh, called Epona, played the song with the D-pad or the control pad and drove Walked the up. horse around. Walked into the castle, began <laughs> So I forgot that, like, if you veer anywhere off the path in Ocarina of Time with Epona, she, like, stops and then backs up three steps so you could, like, restart the, the horse minigame, whatever it is, mm-hmm. the driving physics of it. It's not very flexible. She can only go off certain heights and stuff like that. It's the Superman 64 Zelda games. <laughs> oh, God, I would go that far. You're not driving the horse through rings. Oh, God,
1: and then you have to start over from the beginning when she dies.
0: Yep. I tried some NFL Blitz, I'm happy to say, uh first off I suck single player because <laughs> you cannot control that second receiver worth shit. Mm-mm. So they just go on their own path. They're going on the uh you know, whatever the predetermined play is. Whatever like, the yeah, whatever the play. route is or slant is, yep. yeah. So that worked that worked plenty well. Uh, the other controller is the Retro Fighters Brawler sixty four is the name of that one. You can get that one on Amazon, I'm pretty sure. And then uh there's other stores that yeah, stock you it. retro bit one. The hoary one, you mm-hmm. um, you can get it at Walmart.
1: Also, Walmart has it as well. Yeah, is it twenty five, twenty four ninety six? Yeah, you know cool. the Walmart
0: pricing, twenty four ninety six. Yeah. I got to beat it by three cents. That worked for me when I was younger. I got GBA games at Walmart to get that three cents because mm-hmm. I saw I'd see it on their posters. Remember, I had those cool Nintendo posters. Yeah. Oh God, I
1: remember the days when like, Kmart's like, bring this shit in, we'll beat it by ten percent. Like this is three cents
0: cheaper. You said beat it by ten percent. Beat that shit. <laughs> Give me three more dollars off. <laughs> I want it now. So the uh, the Brawler sixty four controller, you and I kickstarted this this uh, venture back in the was it was been about a year and a half ago. Uh, it was twenty dollars. We saved ten dollars by kickstarting it. And when production units were sent out, people noticed that if you held down L and moved the analog stick around, the button like the stick interfered with the layout of the button. So what they did was they shipped out a replacement shell if you asked for it, or you could have gotten a controller, a shell and A and B button um, swap out pieces, right? And you haven't done this with yours, correct? Um, thousand percent certain, I haven't. Okay, I've been sitting on this, and I was wide awake the other night, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna take it apart and see what happens." Uh, What's wrong I got with you. I got everything done. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. They have a nice YouTube video on there. There's a couple parts where he's like hiding the controller with his hands, and you can tell what the fuck's going on. But the description's pretty good, and I got the Let's controller again. the
1: Ace of Spades when he shows the hands again? Just rip everything out. Yeah, it's right. Right the controller. Like, oh, this is your card? <laughs> There's that. Yeah. Pulls a quarter out of the
0: side of the YouTube yeah, video. I was like, damn, this is everybody's card. I'm watching on YouTube. <laughs> and uh, so I, fi- I, get, I get everything put back together. The, the shoulder buttons work fine. The C button right arrow was stuck. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? So I, I thought it was something I did. Because when I do stuff like this, I usually screw it up. I'm like, damn it. Here, here we go again. Dude, I took that thing apart three times and, and didn't fix it. I go in their forums, and apparently they sent us all an email, all the backers, saying, hey... This happens, this is another interference with the new buttons. So you actually have to take that, that yellow C button has three grooves on the outside. And the way it slots in and holds into the controller, it interferes with part of the new shell on the top button of that, of those three on the C button. So you take a nail file is what I found out, just grabbing a random object because I couldn't find pliers to pull it off. And it took like 15 seconds to file that thing down and pop it back in. It was perfect after that. Should I have had to put that much effort into making sure it worked? No, but we saved $10, whatever. I think it's a good controller now. I, th- I say the next time we play Blitz or something together, we use those two new controllers and just see how they hold up. Yeah, Sound good to you? Time to break them. So I played some 64 games. Those were the main ones I did. Uh, Mario Kart 64 I also played. I beat the Mushroom Cup with the controller. Uh, I did notice going back to the first controller I was talking about, the Retro-Bit one, my hands were starting to cramp. Since it is it is a smaller controller, um, I don't know if it's muscle memory of Mario, 60, or, uh, Mario Kart 64, but my hands did cramp up a little bit. Just a side note, but overall, well-built. Uh, probably like a 9 or 10-foot cord. It had plenty of length on the cord. It was always a plus in my book. Uh, the other game I played was um, Gears of War 2. You and I played some River. Yes. River Horde, specifically. The so- one that fucking
1: thing i ask for every time that nobody <laughs> seems to send me something gears i'm like i don't give a fuck wars river
0: wars river gears five wars river okay so now i am playing on xbox one x this mm-hmm. is the first week of doing that and i would argue that we do not need another version of river that we have the peak pinnacle river experience and it is still gears of war 2 on an xbox one x yeah that is one gorgeous ass game on the one x i didn't believe the hype i was like i'm not gonna be able to tell the difference it's drastic very cool detailing on the guns. Yeah, I've been... Frame rate. been saying this all along. Performance. Even with the Gears 4 with the HDR. You did, but I was telling myself so I didn't have to run out and buy a 1X. I was telling myself, it ain't that much of a difference. No, Cesar, he's full shit. <laughs> Not that far, because uh, Michael has also been talking about how great it is, but just, uh, just so I didn't have to justify it. But I found a good deal, and uh, you guys were right. It's gorgeous. It is good. And we had a blast playing River, as we always do. Uh, we made it to wave twenty, and both of us got boom sniped on the steps. So we had to restart wave twenty with no shields. Once we respawned, and that did not work out well. Boom! <laughs> I distinctly remember that round. Uh, Pick me up, and then we got boom sniped immediately afterwards, <laughs> and both died. Revive me! Ah, the Coltrane death of uh, the scream death. You had a good time playing some river, sir. Yeah, it was pretty good. We're gonna have to die. Been back a while. Into that. Yeah. Gears 3's horde mode and it added that tower defense type stuff, which was a cool element, and it had some really cool maps, but I don't think anything has really topped river since then. That's just good times. Always fun to go back to. Hopefully those servers are up for a long time. Forever. You think we'll get a river announcement for Gears 5? Mm, doubtful. You think we'll get Horde for Gears 5? Yes. I did not really like Horde on
1: Gears 4. And we'll get the river announcement on Gears 9. they will be like, now it's time.
0: And I'm like 65. We're bringing it back in VR. In AR. Where am I? Why does this look real? <laughs> it's too real. I wasn't ready for this. It's the fucking locust. Those are my games played, sir. About to go into your list? Damn, you got a lot of shit. Nah, I got one on that. here I'm super excited about because I was watching you uh, post videos of it all week. Mainly just today.
1: Oh, yeah, I was saying all week. I'm like, I'm lost now, too. <laughs> like, a- Mainly oh. just today. Yeah, and you. Fucking nailed it. Yeah, my my mind's a little bit. Uh, you beat a plague tale
0: last week, right? Yeah. I kind of a... want to borrow that from somebody. I might see if Michael's beat it yet. Let's see. Or I might see if uh, I can borrow it from you before you put it in storage. Let's see why
1: not. What was I doing? All right. Nope. Wrong list. You're looking for go.
0: games we are currently playing. No. So you got your notes.
1: Yeah. So uh, to, uh, I'm still playing my trolls game. Trails sky. kick. Yep. Chapter five, I'm about half a little bit half past halfway. So I'm at that point where I I had, had to get to end of chapter four and you're like, okay, save here, and you're like, oh, you gotta load that second UMD disk. It pops up in the middle menu, you're like, hey, it's time to pop in the second disc. Mm. I've so only time I've ever loaded a second disc in UMD. I was about to say, life. who do you like,
0: think in 2019 has encountered? Please load
1: UMD too. Never, because they probably play this game on PC and not, and they're not stubborn like me. So, because I'm like, ah, nope. At the end of the fucking year, I want, I want my top three games. Says fucking trails. <laughs> so, this is my fucking goal. But um, outside of that, I mean, going through uh, this game so far, like the last two chapters, they, you can tell that um, they kind of expanded on the first game. The, the storytelling is a lot better. So you're, you're getting this secret society, and the, each one has an enforcer, and they follow the same formula in each chapter where they're all testing a gospel to see, and their gospel is a way to interact and infect people or plant life or anything on that particular region. Um, and but what you've learned is, as each person you uh, come across as an enforcer, they relate to somebody on your team or somebody in your past. So it kind of branches the story a lot more.
0: Okay.
1: And I've joined that aspect of the game. Um, I'll I'll keep going with it. I should finish it soon because uh, Trails of Cold Steel 2 comes out on Tuesday. I need to have. I'm not going to be the third one before then. <laughs> it's not possible. Um. It doesn't matter. How many uh, hours in that game? The third one, about it's it's not that it's not as long as the second one. It's a side story, so I mean you get you get some of the main characters from the first two games in there, but it's it's really about somebody else. It's, it still takes place in that same nation. But you can safely skip that one. Yeah, I can push stop push back on that one because um, Cold Still two kind of and I said this before kind of spoils the whole first two games from the Trails in the Sky. So once I beat the second one, I'm fine. I'm I'm 100 golden. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I spent some of your data and downloaded those um, uh, K- Kis- uh, Kiseki games that we didn't get.
0: Yeah, what were the games you were uh, download- um, downloading for PC? Excuse me.
1: Those are two games <laughs> in that series that takes place in Crossbell, which is another part of the nation, another part of another country that's on that continent. And Crossbell is like um, I've heard that mentioned. They're kind of like the Switzerland mixed with like a. Guam or Puerto Rico where like they are a nation that is claimed by both two different countries they're like they both like have some kind of influence over them and they all have some kind of stake and claim but they're kind of like uh, hands off so they're like a territory but they some way because of the way that they handle money they bring in money they're they're split up between these two nations that are eventually going to fight each other Mm -hmm. at some point so um, those two games take place in that area so apparently, when I looked online, that apparently those games kind of spoil Trails of Cold Steel 2. So, so a lot you're of stuff from that, yeah, because a lot of stuff that's happened in those games, even though they came out four years prior, are concurrent to what's happening in, in the Trails of Cold Steel games. So okay. it's a fucking maze trying to map, navigate this without ruining stuff.
0: But hey, people have been in this for uh, what ten to twelve weeks at this point. Yeah, they're all they're up to speed.
1: Yeah, yeah, they've they've done all the hard work for me. It's we like, have
0: super smart listeners.
1: It's like fucking marvel all over again i'm just sitting there sidestepping spoilers left and right the deep lore yeah so i mean I, I, outside of that i also got into and i can talk about this too i got into the beta for uh grand blue Four. Uh, uh, yes i think it's the only one they did on there grand blue it's called grand blue uh, fantasy versus
0: what is grand blue fantasy versus grand blue
1: is like a they're really big right now because it's like an app on the Android or iOS. It's um, you're losing me, sir. You're losing me. Save trying yourself. to find out. It's kind of like a, you know how Fire Emblem Heroes is, where yes. you you, you kind of get those silhouettes and story on there. It Has like a big, huge lore on there. So
0: it's an extension of the universe.
1: It started out as there. They got two games in development. So one is is being done by Arc Systems. Is mm-hmm. a fighting game. Uh, it's running on the Guilty Gear engine. That's the one I played on there. So when you load it at the lobby, you get chibi characters, kind of like you do in the last couple of uh, Excuse me. Arc System games, uh, like Cross Tag, uh, Dragon Ball Z uh, Fighters. Kay. And you go up there and you interact in a, in a fighting lobby based off the server and the server location. So I did uh, New York, and there's like 20 different servers on there, and 64 people can fit in the room. So okay. there's a lot of people on there actually online. So once you get into this little chibi, uh, arc, chibi lobby, you're 64 people in there. They have like these little arcade stations kind of like they do in Japan where you have to sit down and you get the arcade station. So this is how you fight somebody else. So you, you load up on there. But it's it's basically like it's running the Guilty Gear uh, engine. I don't know any of these fucking characters because I haven't played any of the cell phone stuff or the cell phone games. Okay. But they, uh, this is the first. Um, what the fuck. That's exactly what you yeah. just described. This is the second game they have in development. So the first one is actually like a legit action RPG game that they're making from this world, and that was the one that Platinum Games was making. Okay. Platinum Games already stepped away from them, and they uh, they made it up to a certain point, but they gave it back to the original developer, and I guess they're finishing it up. So I think it's supposed to come out in Japan sometime this year. I don't think we're... It's confirmed for the West, but I don't think we're getting it to next year.
0: So this I, is... What is the gameplay of this? I cannot tell. It's just people sitting in an arcade simulator. It's, yeah, once
1: you start it up, it is very, like, fucking Guilty Gear. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, 2D-esque. Um... It's very smooth. Uh, it's Unreal Engine, so it's kind of like it's when the characters interact with each other and they have the conversations, it's kind of like stiff animation. Mm-hmm. But as the battle starts, it's very smooth. This so. is a beta, too. Yeah. Yeah, this so is just to test the it. network also. Uh, this is uh, the Alpha, I think they did a little bit more. But it, it's very similar to Guilty Gear but okay. on the
0: new engine, like the third. What's the loop in this? Is this going to be free to play or? No, this is going
1: to be paid. Okay. Yeah, this is this is like an ARC Systems game. I think this is the rumor was they were doing a Persona Five fighting game, but they put it on hold because they ended up pushing this one ahead. So
0: Grand Blue, I've heard that name before, so I know yeah. it's a big deal.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know anything in the lore on there. I know it's, it's huge online. What a lot of people. I and I can't speak it out. What with, with the games on the iOS and the Android are because I, I don't know I've always seen people like post screenshots on Twitter like I just got this person I just got this person I'm like and there's a lot of excitement around it okay but from what I played on there I don't know any of these characters but it runs smooth I like it the combos are easy I like the the little block attack they have on there where my character threw up a shield and it kind of adds a little uh uh, so like a
0: boost or something
1: No, nah, It's kind of like a another level into the gameplay So where you can sit up there to do a combo and block on there And you can't hold on to the block because your person that's attacking you could break through it So it had uh has up with the speed so I haven't gone through and played with all the characters I just played a little bit just to get the feel and see if it's something I would buy because I do like fighting games And it's something I think I would probably spend more and that might be a day one for me So
0: is there any issues uh, getting into a game? in the beta
1: the pretty servers pretty are pretty matching. full man yeah um i, I had jumped in one that luckily only had 63 people and like went in fine after that so i was scared that i was gonna be like oh you know how like eight people try to go into the one yeah. the last spot that happens a lot but i was able to get in there and, and play a game pretty smoothly so. cool it looks good yeah i like it good li- looking fighting
0: game it looks a lot like BlazBlue. blue yeah that's what it reminds me of S-
1: same I mean, it's the same uh, ARC systems. It might not be the same uh, group that made it, but,
0: I mean, yeah. similar to that engine, so. Yep. Very cool. I love hearing about new stuff like this. And, uh, outside that of the, was Grand Blue Fantasy Versus.
1: Yeah. Closed beta. I don't think there's an official release date on there, um, but I, I imagine it's probably going to be this fall. Gotcha. Uh, outside of that, before I get into my VR bit, because I had a... That was a fucking nightmare. I'm um, not going into detail about that. <laughs> um, I did get a, a Valhalla... It's pronounced as V-A-1. I've mm-hmm. talked about this before. I played it on Vita. They actually came out with a PS4 and Switch uh, ports digitally here. I think they're doing a physical one over the summer from Limited Run. Okay. Um, I just went ahead and jumped the gun and bought the physical copies from Amazon Japan, which came with English on there. Uh, popped it in on PS4. Played it a little bit. I just wanted to see. It's very, it's very much the same game. Um, this is the bartender one you were telling yeah. me about
0: not too long ago. This is when I was on my visual novel or... I think I'd play Edith Finch and you were recommending other story type games like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, I love visual novels. That's why I picked it up. I picked it up on um, PS4 and Switch. Uh, Where'd you, origi- you originally played on Vita, right? Mm-hmm. It originally came right? out on Vita. Yeah, this, yeah, these are just new reports on there because they announced the sequels are coming out and the sequel is coming out on PS4 and Switch. I think this is why we got this. Cool. But it, it plays fine. I don't remember if there was a scanlines option on the Vita one. I'm sure there was, but I did the scanline uh, scan option on PS4 on TV and it looks good. It looks like playing it on a 2 TV.
0: We're it's, usually, like when you and I play these emulators and things like that, where you have that option, we mm-hmm. usually don't like that. But I could see with, I've, I've seen gameplay of the Valhalla game before, and it seems like that'd be perfect for that aesthetic. Yeah,
1: it works very, very well. I like it. It's That's a good game. C- it's a cool option to have yeah. on there. I only play a little bit. I just want to see the difference. I'll probably go back on there. Um, I, I, my biggest concern was there was a couple of, uh, VR releases that came out this week and I wanted to get into those and spend a little bit more time on those. And so I had the, I had that PlayStation VR like casing on there. So mm-hmm. I, I finally got it out, took the VR out, um, plugged it into, uh, the little processing unit on there and no fucking image. And I was like, all right, fuck. I, I looked at it and I was like, all right. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it work. I was like, I forgot I had that little coupler system and yada yada. All right, I gotta take out the, the HDMI from the TV and plug into the coupler system, and then we're good to go. Fired it up, still nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? So I had to take it, disconnect it, reconnect it to uh, the port one, and just sit there and try different ports. And I just had to disconnect the coupler and do everything, and then I finally got an image. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I'm just gonna buy the fucking new one. Because this thing is giving me too much bullshit. Never again. Yeah, I'm like... I I just want to pass through that fucking works with HDR. I can just leave it connected all the time.
0: This supposedly does it. If you don't want to have to buy another one, let me figure out if that HDMI switch works. Mm -hmm. Because I did a bunch of research, and then I packed up the VR, and I didn't hook it back up. So now that I've got everything set up, let me dive into that before you spend that money, and let's see if the switch will work and pass that HDR through.
1: I mean whatever, whatever bundle they got coming out this cr- Christmas, I, I'll, by then I'm probably like, alright. Yeah, let's go. I yep. mean, I, I, At this point I'm over. I, I sat there for the little 35 minutes to sit there just trying to figure out it's some bullshit that didn't make any sense because all I had to do was unplug everything and plug it back in there and it finally worked. I'm like, I thought there was a legit issue with my uh, the processor box.
0: It sucks, man. I keep looking over there at mine, like mm, I might hook you up, and stuff keeps coming out for it, left and right. It's Listener Charles just got one. He wants to play uh, mm. Firewall with us.
1: Yeah, which I, I think I, I got my stack of games now since I got this thing unhooked. So I'm like, yeah, everything's hooked up. I'm like, I'm fucking going through it. Gonna be thing. On a VR so, kick, you think? Well, I got like ten games because I was like, I've been buying stuff, and I'm like, yeah. Now I'm just hooked up. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's I'm like, it. yeah, let's do it. So I didn't get the um, Hot Shots cough. Uh, cause I don't, I'm not in the mood to sit there and use a move controller as a golf club. Uh, so I'll like wait. T- we golf all over again. Yeah. yeah. I'll wait until it's like $20. I'm not paying 29 for it. So, um, blood and truth actually picked up, uh, looked out because there was a, there was a misprice on Amazon for those 16 terabyte, uh, hard drives. Okay. So like, I think they're normally like $599 mm. cause they're two eight terabytes and they're rated together. Yeah. They were mispriced at one fifty. oh Ooh. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I, I mean, I saw the reviews on there, and I, they weren't great because they're, like, they're rated. So, usually one goes bad, then you're you're fucked. Yep. So, this is, that's a chance to take what rated, because it's not mirrored. They're doing that stri- um, striped. Yep. So, um, Amazon eventually came back. So like, yeah, you know, we fucked up. Um, we're not going to fulfill this for you, but here, here's 20 bucks. Hey, not bad. I was like, all right, cool, $20. Win. So, I ended up uh, putting it on Blood & Truth, so I ended up paying, like, 12 bucks for Blood & Truth. Okay. So. I wasn't going to buy it. I was going to wait until it was like 1999.
0: What is Blood and Truth? I know Blood nothing about it. Blood and Truth
1: is the studio Cam- Cambridge game. Um, I guess the old studio used to do like a Driver Drive Club. They might okay. have done the VR Drive Club, actually. Okay. Um, before they, uh, Evolution Studios got sold off. Right. right around Evolution Studios got sold off. Um, and they also did the, the kill zone on Vita, I believe. Mercenary. Yeah. Yep. So um, it's. It's pretty good. Um, it's a uh, it's fast-paced action game. Uh, You... Oh God. He, the, the main character... I've never
0: heard of this one. Usually stuff you bring up are oh, the no, least.
1: You, you know it. Once you see it, you'll know it. It's just you kind of forgotten because it's VR and the way they do it. So
0: Now there's so many interactive...
1: Entertainment so, London. You play as Ryan Marks and um, it is kind of... It, it is a narrative cinematic type game kind of like a Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Uh, not like Uncharted but like storytelling wise it's close to uh, maybe... Okay. Yeah, for VR I would give it... Yeah, let's... let's, let's yeah. Alright, I don't want to go into the details and somebody comes at me like you promised me Uncharted VR you fucking piece of shit and I'm like, <laughs> well, I am like whoa, 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 let's put our expectations out there. I said this is kind of like a narrative driven VR. This is, is something that... It's like, close just making to a comparison. It. yeah. Let's you know, he plays Ryan Marks. He uh he's in the military. He's like a, you start out. He's captured somewhere. Somebody from the Delta Force is questioning him. Like yeah, you just murdered a shit ton of people, and you have information we need. And and he's trying to get his trust. And it's like all right, let's start from the beginning. And he he's basically um, British military. He's breaking out his buddy in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um and you, this is how like they do the tutorial levels. So the way that it works is that you can use a move controller, you can use their actual controller on there, and you're playing as his character, Ryan Marks. Um, you have a small window on there, but the way you move through the level is you use the analog stick and you can push forward, and you go, it's kind of almost like light gun-esque, where you go from side to side, behind certain cover. Okay. Uh, and then you can shoot uh, enemies. Uh, but they do like a do, shooting
0: gallery style, right? Interaction, but
1: there's other uh, stuff. There's other parts in there. So like you go up to a door and you have to. He'll say, "All right, I gotta pick the lock on this." And so he'll he'll drop down this little glove thing and you get the lock pick on there and you mm-hmm. gotta go in there and kind of twist the controller around and pick locks and sub puzzles in there. Um, so you, you go through, but it's like uh, the action pieces on there is they got great set pieces. So you, you'll, you'll get to your friend and it's like, okay, we've got to run through the roofs and you're running through the roofs and you're randomly shooting guns uh, at a fast pace and then you're jumping in the car and then you're, you're shooting people on motorcycles and trucks and it's, um, it's it's different. So it's like the first level is like a tutorial gives you a taste of like how the gameplay is. Um, then you get a call, like, then the story kicks in. It's like, yeah, we just got to receive a call. The next place you're going is back home to London. You, your dad just had a heart attack. He just mm-hmm. died. So you fly back over there and your brother picks you up and he's like, <laughs> it's pretty funny actually. Uh, he's like, he's got a little sign that says Ryan Marks so and he flips it over and says twat. And it's, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like their, their brothers are giving each other shit. Yeah. So it turns out his, uh, his dad had a heart, heart attack and they, they allude to him. It's like, ah, oh, I figured, you know, my, he, like he would have went out another way. So it comes to go out there that his, his... He's the straight shooter in the family. He went in the military, did something with himself. Everybody else in the military works in a like a, it's a crime syndicate. They're gotcha. running like a big... They don't know in details what it is, but it's something that's transcontinental. I looked
0: up this studio. This is the getaway studio. So this is yes. definitely in their pedigree. It is very similar to the getaway. This is not the people that did the... This is not the old Gorilla Cambridge. So we got that cross because I was yep. right there with you. This is your SingStar iToy... Get this is away. The London it's
1: the London studios, not Cambridge, that's my problem. Yep. yep. I
0: and they actually developed a VR technology. They developed this is from Wikipedia, they developed the LSS DK engine, which was built into five VR world experiences, Into the Deep, VR Luge, Danger Ball, Scavengers Odyssey, and the London Heist. And this game is a is built upon that London Heist demo off of the demo yes. disc VR Worlds. Yep. All right. Go ahead, sir. So you
1: go, go. You go through and you um, have this conversation with the. You're just. You're recalling what happened to your past. So you, you go. You have your father's funeral. Then you have somebody from the uh, uh, a rival crime family come through and say, "Hey, we're you're give me your your books, your ledgers. We're taking over business. You're working for us now." So at this point, they're like, "All right, I got to kill this guy." And there's like. He, he he's convinced he's gonna do it. His mother's like, no 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 no, you're the straight shooter in the family. You shouldn't do it. Like, he's like, no, I'm the only one who can do it. I've, the army's trained me for this. So that's where I left off. It's like cool. you go into like this club and you're you're doing different shooting, different set pieces on here. It's it's different. It's pretty good. It does have a story. I, it's pretty ridiculous, uh, but it, it works. Um, but it, it gives you a lot of variety outside of a shooting gallery because I mean you are you're picking locks. You're there's certain doors where they have to, you have to open and you get a screwdriver and you have to like set their fucking twist the screwdriver yeah. and take off the panel, remove the battery to get the lock to go in there. So they, they got different things in there to keep it fresh. So. Is the
0: VR good in it? Is it, uh... it is
1: surprisingly well. Um, uh, it doesn't do a full uh, version because it goes side from side. It's just straightforward, so it, it plays straightforward, so...
0: You didn't feel yourself getting sick at all. No, no, that one. It, <laughs>
1: it is weird and a little jarring sometimes when you go into the next spot. It kind of just pushes you up there, and you just stops. And so yeah. sometimes you, your mind will always have that trick on there. I, I don't play VR enough for it. I don't notice it anymore. Right. So uh, I'll, I'll keep going with it. It's interesting.
0: What is this next title? I'm super interested.
1: The next one is uh, Trover Saves the Universe, which is made by the Rick and Morty, Justin Rowland. And you've seen some videos on there where it's it's rather bizarre and funny. So
0: That is a fourth wall breaking. Yeah. (laughs) The whole bit with the fucking puzzles. Like, holy shit. Alright, so what is the premise of this game? Because I'm going to go into laughing immediately. So the whole premise of
1: this game is like you are a chair-opian. You're a person who never leaves your chair. And you have two dogs. (laughs) So some (laughs) kind of weird eyeless beak monster comes in and steals your dogs. And puts them in his eyes. And he's like destroying different parts of the universe. So uh, this guy named uh, Trover comes in. It's like, hey, I've been paid to, to come get you because you, you fucked up. And um, you need to come with me now so I can get paid. So it, how it works is that it's not a, entirely a VR game. It's a, it has a VR mode. So you can play this without VR. Okay. And it's uh, basically like a platformer. So... What it is, is he gives you one of his baby eyes, and you put it in the controller, um, and then you're able to control him. So, you see from afar, you can kind of... It's almost... I don't want to say it's like Astro Bot, but it's kind of like that You're controlling Trover? Yeah.
0: Is that Trover, the purple thing? Yeah.
1: Because you can kind of see Trover going around, and, and you have to use a... Uh, Teleported to pull yourself forward in the level, so it's not like AstroBot where you get full 360 view and you kind of see the environment on there. But it's kind of like a platformer that's pulling you through on there. Okay. The story bits are pretty interesting because I haven't gone. I've probably played like a couple of hours into it, but I've only gotten through the, like the first level because there's a lot of interaction between the characters and it's pretty entertaining. So, because um, <laughs> you're always, I'm just kind of sitting there and watching. Just you hear different things and they're arguing amongst themselves. It's pretty good. So, I mean, Trover, he has, like, a lightsaber where she can sit there and attack things, and he jumps, and, uh, I mean, there is puzzles in there, and there's story bits where, like, you're you're trying to get to these other eyeless big monsters who's going to help you get your dogs back, so. Uh, That's put, the whole premise behind it? Yeah, it's pretty much. It's silliness, but it's
0: I wouldn't expect anything less from the Rick and Morty studio, so. The studio also made that accounting game that you liked in VR? Yes, Squanch Games, yep. Squanch Games, we had to mention them. Man, that one, uh, you showed me a clip of a, like a button puzzle. And he's telling you the whole time, like, don't even worry about the buttons. Yeah, fuck buttons. Yeah, I
1: was like, this one's three. You can't skip ahead. And then he goes, holy shit, I'm down here and I can see that puzzle. is like it's fucking crazy. And it's like, and I'm sitting there just pressing everything. It. I it's love like, that. It's like, no fuck, no, fuck this puzzle. Come down here. I'm going to bash through the door. Just, just get back down here. Fuck that puzzle.
0: <laughs> Can you leave it? Like you just leave it, and he does. I, it? That's
1: what I ended up doing because I couldn't figure it out. I Just went down <laughs> there. And was like, yeah, fuck that shit. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bash this thing. And I'm like, I didn't record that part. It's like, let's break this thing down. I ended up just breaking down oh the door. Oh, God,
0: this is an adult. Uh, this is definitely language.
1: Yeah, it, it does have a censored VR mode because when you start it up, it's like, hey, this game's a mature game. You want to play mature or censored? And I, was, I think it's funny because of the whole. Would you want to play that,
0: that way though? That seems like missing out a little bit. It's,
1: I guess you know they put they warn you like, hey, if you have you have kids. You're about to play Mature, you know. Right. I mean, options, accessibility.
0: And that is Trover Saves the Universe. Yeah,
1: I'll go through it. It's funny. That I like, one looks great. I like Rick and Morty, so.
0: All right, sir. Is that all your games played? Yeah,
1: that's it. Simple man, simple week.
0: We got anything else we want to add? We're at an hour and 15 minutes. Somehow we made it, sir. Yep. Late as shit. Almost bad as simple plan. Almost bad as simple plan. That could be an episode title if we didn't. I already have like four great ones. Mm-hmm. We got some damn good ones on there. Yeah. Nothing will beat uh, T2 Jim Carrey World, though. That's thrown together like crazy. All right, we got anything else to add? No, I think that's it. for us. Uh, You can find this podcast every... I'm I'm uploading every Tuesday. So it's Mm. either... Monday will be the exception. This podcast will always be out on a Tuesday uh, on iTunes. Spotify. Stitcher. Overcast. SoundCloud, our host. Google Play. There we go. I think that's it. Yeah all of them by this time next week it may not be called iTunes it may be somewhere else maybe in Apple iPod Apple Apple podcast postings
1: we'll figure it A-P-P-P-P-P. out we'll keep saying iTunes
0: it will still be iTunes for a while yeah th- well it will be iTunes to us as far as uh, that's what i meant. yeah yeah but uh, I guess we've always been in the Apple podcast app dedicated
1: yep that's where I get most of my podcasts
0: yep um our other social medias are uh twitter and instagram and you took down our facebook page yep
1: i took down numerous facebook pages. i don't know why you would do that yeah uh, it's two years running so did
0: you proclaim something as you took it down
1: yeah i was like fuck this shit (laughs) fuck this book
0: fuck facebook yeah uh we've never been on facebook never will uh unless unless
1: you stalking us on whatsapp then we are part of the Facebook family. Then we're family. definitely
0: on there. We're mm-hmm. on WhatsApp. Yeah, oh, on, we discussed this last week. Instagram, Facebook, too. Yeah. So, we're all in the family.
1: Dude, that or Terrace Graham. Oh, God.
0: Terrace Graham was our first. That's <laughs> our first. Oh, we actually weren't terrorists. It was just a messaging service that was being used by terrorists. And Did they actually take it down, or did we just jump ship? No, we jump ship. We are like, yeah, like, no, we don't
1: want to... <laughs> It's, yeah you know we don't. We don't I mean our sure show would have been fine but you don't want to take that chance we were
0: a fledgling podcast destined for greatness yeah. we didn't want to be tied to that um if you have any corrections we never have corrections because we're always right about everything yep, but if you have any, you have any submissions uh, anything you want us to read we'll any read reviews, it we'll
1: contemplate it we'll probably never say it on there
0: actually we have done every single piece that we've ever been sent send that to podcast at gmail.com and uh, we'll read it next episode um next week will be our e3 shebang I guess like our preview no oh, mean our predictions
1: reactions because
0: we'll probably do it right after the we'll Xbox. do it after the Microsoft show yeah. and then we're we'll
1: probably doing our predictions for um, the rest of the shows that week Nintendo and um, that'll be cool Square Enix that would be a good mix yeah Besta is also that night right it's that Saturday night? that Sunday remember. night?
0: We need to post the schedule. We need to Instagram the schedule for E3. Every time I see
1: a fucking schedule, I feel like I should go to work or something like that.
0: It's color-coded and there's time yeah, zones. Oh it's confusing. It um, like we said last week, if, if you have any E3 predictions that you want us to read out loud, yep. send those in. If you want to join us for the Xbox show next Sunday, let us know on one of our social medias or email. Yep. We'll reach out to you. Um, I think that's it for this week. You done, sir? Yep. Cool. Thank you guys for joining us for another week and we will catch you next week. Bye. Adios. I know those are popular. This one was supposed to be like the next one. Um, It's 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 still getting like 7.5s or eight. It's like, it,
1: it, it blatantly is trying to take off of a Mario Kart 8. That's what I feel like, instead of doing its own thing. I'm just like, if you're going to take on Mario Kart 8, then you just need to be better than that.